Tommy. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Congratulations on all the success of Bad Wolves, man. A pretty meteoric rise to uh, to fame. It almost seems like it happened overnight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It doesn't feel like overnight. I know, you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But uh, it, uh, it has been a bit of a roller coaster. Sometimes it feels like it's happening to somebody else, you know. But you know, here we are. No doubt, no doubt. Well, congratulations on the uh, forthcoming new release, a new album, Nation, coming out on Friday, October the 25th. Uh, now, you're a big Wu-Tang Clan fan. Tell us about the last name Vex instead of going by your birth name of uh, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> the ba- so I was, I've been in bands since I was 13 years old. And, right. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's just a lyric in a Wu-Tang song. Uh, and I'm just trying to remember. I'm so tired. I'm like trying to remember. It's uh, a mad vex. It's what the projects made me. A rebel to the grain. Ain't no way to barricade me. And uh, when I was a kid, we were like had this band, and it was called Maniacal Disciple. And I was like, this name is terrible. We need to change this name. And um, I can't, I brought that to them, and they were like, oh, cool. And then everybody just started calling me. That that was my last, that was my name. So it kind of so the name kind of kind of uh, adopted you. You didn't really adopt the name then. Yeah, it was just like that just became my name. Yeah. And hey. Like, All right. Cool. So Tommy, back in '08, you jumped in to fill some big shoes, filling the vocals for legendary band Snot, and uh, of course the amazing voice of Lynn Strait. How tough was that to fulfill, you know, fans' expectations? Uh, I mean, it was it was definitely nerve wracking. Um, because I'm a huge fan, like that record had such an impact on me as an artist and mm-hmm. as a person. Um, so I really like, tra- I, I actually trained to sing their album while on the treadmill. Wow. And so, cause Lynn had, he, he sings so fast. Yeah. And so that's something that, because after learning that, Basically, it stayed with me forever. Yeah. So, you know? and and so it's, it's found its way into Bad Wolf stuff, too. So Lynn is continuing to <laughs> inspire me That's long great. after he's been gone. Yeah. Now, similarly, you jumped into Five Finger Death Punch when Ivan had his struggles. Uh, did you feel a warm embrace there? And how life-changing was that opportunity? Because those are probably some of the biggest crowds you had played for yet in your career, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the most massive crowds. Um I think that was a not that was a strange time because you know people might not take into consideration is that everyone was just worried about Ivan. Mm-hmm. So every, like it was like you know it it wasn't like super it wasn't like a celebratory thing. Yeah. It was more like I'm you know it's like my friend has to call out of work and he has an emergency and I got now I got to go you know he's a professional house builder and I'm like, I've never really built a whole house before. Yeah. Now they're throwing me in this cut in construction and I'm like, well, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to try to figure it out. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I just, I just tried to, it was important for me again, you know, that's not experience coming back. It was just very important for me to maintain the integrity of the live performance that Ivan gives to the fans, which is, those are massive shoes to fill because he's just a massively talented, charismatic clubman. 
Absolutely. Now, folks who only know you by radio songs like Zombie and Hear Me Now and Remember When might be surprised at how brutally heavy your live shows are. Why is there kind of this dyslexic uh, or, or uh, uh, schizophrenic nature in the band? Um, I mean, uh, I, I, like the, the easiest way I can explain this is Slipknot and Stone Sour. I love both those bands. Mm-hmm. However... However, you know, for us, it was like, well, why can't there be a band that is as heavy as Slipknot, but also as melodic as Stone Tower in the same band? Right. And so that was kind of like, you know, the decision for us, we just didn't want to have boundaries. You know, we're like, well, I want to be a rock band. And so then we write a bunch of rock songs. We're like, I miss playing metal. So then you like write a bunch of metal songs. You're like... I'm not angry like that. I'm not that angry anymore. You know, <laughs> so instead of just going back and forth and try and doing multiple projects, right. we pour all of all of our all of our love for all the different genres mm-hmm. into one band. Best dynamite is Tommy Vex from Bad Wolves. New album Nation coming out on Friday, October the 25th. That's this Friday. Uh, the album's title is spelled with periods after each letter, um, indicating or maybe suggesting an acronym. What's the meaning behind it? Uh, well, the acronym is something that the band, it's like private for the band. It's something that means something to all of us. And um, Nation as a whole is representative of the fan base. Okay. And so, yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the our fans have their own community now. Right. They've, like, started Facebook pages where there's, like, 15,000 of them and uh, you know, on the on our social medias, like they interact with each other. We have had thousands of messages of people getting tattoos of our either our autographs, our logo. Their Crazy own man. Yeah, and it's like we they call themselves the Wolf Pack, and so you know it's this international. You know, it's our. This is like these are our people, right? And so it's like it's like an acknowledgement to them because they are responsible for the rise of our success and for us being able to do and live the way that we are. Now, with such a fast rise from small clubs to stadiums and festivals, uh, releasing a new album so quickly after the success of Disobey, how bad has the pressure been to do better on this sophomore release? A lot of folks call it the sophomore slump, right? When a band comes out with their second record, you got a lifetime to write your first, and then all of a sudden the second doesn't do quite as well as the first. What's the pressure been like? Um, there, I don't. I haven't felt any pressure. Great. Whatsoever. Um, I think it's also because, you know, we, it's, it's cause the record's insane. It's like to, for me, I'm, a, I'm very, very, um, I don't know. I'm a perfectionist and there are things w- about disobey that I still, I'm like, man, <laughs> and I know John, John's the same way, but on this record, I think we, we had, a, we knew, you know, we learned from the last run. We learned from touring. We learned from who our audience is what we want to say, right. what we're about, our message. And so it was kind of a seamless transition. Um, like, you know, it's like, I think about bands like Pantera going from Cowboys from Hell to Volga Display of Power, and that's what happened for us. You know, it, it's like, we just t- we just basically went to all the knobs and turned them up one more. Dynamite. And that's it. 
That's uh, yeah. well, it's something to be excited about. And you, you mentioned a good term there when you say you learned a lot. Who has taught you the most about what to do and importantly, what not to do as someone who has gotten some fame in a pretty short amount of time in the music business? Um, I mean, I definitely, I definitely cite Zoltan as being a mentor of mine. You know, we're, we're very close friends and he's become like a big brother, but I, I, I have a lot of people in my, you know, I, I'm very close to Randy from Lamb of God. I'm very close with, you know, Sonny Mayo from Snot still. Uh, me and Jacoby are really tight from Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in spaces where I'm like unsure about things, I have a lot of guys that are, you know that are that have been to the show before and they're like well you know this is this and that is that and you know and then i have some other people that i don't want to, i wouldn't name drop because right. i don't feel like it'll be appropriate but you know so i got my guys so with with that amount of, of fame and you know as as you know, stars and, and people in the industry get get more and more famous. You tend to surround yourself with yes people, and there's a lot of adoration. What do you do? Is there something particular, specific you do to keep a level head in the rock and roll business and not let it all go to your head? Well, I mean, first of all, like let's let, let's let's create an, this picture. My old job was to be a drug and alcohol counselor for real celebrities, not wow. like pop bands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking about, you know, people who have hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, of, and massive, massive success. Can't go anywhere without like a four or five team security. And No Messiah is actually about a client that I used to have who he thought he was Jesus. He thought he was the second coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. And he had a Christ complex and a delusion. And he was somebody who became very, very famous, very, very quick at a very young age and didn't have time to develop certain adult aspects of his personality. Um, and that experience for me, you know, I was in charge of helping him get, get you know, away from drugs and alcohol. But I learned exactly what I never want. And I don't really feel like in the, I don't, I don't, I don't really surround myself with yes people. I'm constantly arguing, you know, people don't just tell me yes, because I have to argue with everybody all the time. That's great. <laughs> so that's not really like that. That's, that's pretty smart, yeah. man. That's pretty smart. Do you have a, a, a daily morning ritual? And if so, what is it? Uh, when I'm home every morning, I like wake up and I make, I, my, my girlfriend leaves is a personal trainer. She's like a celebrity trainer. And she gets up at like five or six a.m. to train clients, and then so I like wake up and I make the bed and I like wash the do I clean, I straighten up the house before I go to work, so she can come home to a clean house. And I also like hit my knees and I try to pray. Um, so I'll either try to meditate for a couple minutes or pray to like get my 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 headspace right to mm-hmm. go out the door and like handle the day. Wow. And just like yeah, and then just throughout the day, it's just. You know, I check in. You know, I'm like, I'm a big, um, I, I think therapy is huge. I'm hugely involved in my recovery. So, I, you know, I've been over 10 years sober. I still go to meetings. I still do all that stuff. And it's very important to my like mental health and the stability of my life. That's dynamite. Tommy Vex from uh, from Bad Wolves. All that you've said, you almost sound like a unicorn. And you will be a unicorn if you tell me you're a hell of a chef in the kitchen. Do you know how to cook? 
Uh, I, I can cook a little bit, but I'm not that good. <laughs> but I used to actually like my I. So one of my one of my oldest dearest friends is Chris Santos, who yeah. is a chef on Chopped in the Food Network, and he took me on tour uh, in 2012 or 13, and I he just taught me how to cook. Yeah, so I can cook. So I know a couple <laughs> things in the kitchen. I'm a master in the kitchen, but uh, but I don't make the bed, so the, yeah, that's the that's the trade off there. Tommy Vex from Bad Wolves, new album out, Nation, comes out on Friday, October the 25th. Congratulations, brother! Can't re- wait to hear the entire thing, man. Oh yeah, I, I I I'm very excited for everyone to hear it. It's a really cool record, and let us know what you think. I want to get your personal, you know, I want to get the personal stamp of approval. So when we talk again, I'll. I'm, I got questions for you. So, All right. You know, thank you guys for supporting us, and thanks everyone for listening, and, and thank you guys for buying our records. No worries. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Have a great rest of your day, man. You too, boss. See Bye. You. Bye.